0: For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rant podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Any musician will tell you that the early grind of opening shows for drink tickets and minimal pay is daunting but worth every second. Gracing the stage of often empty bars and coffee houses, dreaming of one day being the sole purpose audience members purchase the ticket to watch you perform. Today we are joined by a man who has more than paid his dues and whose hard work and never quit attitude has brought him to a place where he is finally headlining his own national tour. We are tremendously honored to sit down once again with a dear friend of the show, Joining us next on the Spent the Rant podcast, the return of Eugene, Oregon hip-hop MC, Ender One. Welcome to the the rent podcast i am your host self-esteem bo willie my guest today returning for the second time is eugene hip-hop artist ender one ender welcome to the show my guy my guy thanks for having me man what's good brother this is big. So, this, I want, we both have done a lot since we met in August. I thought it was a great opportunity to bring you back. You were my first ever guest.
1: Crazy. It's so dope. It man. was cool because it honor. was a
0: huge leap of faith for me to start this podcast. And I was nervous as hell. I remember I was like, can I call you? And I knew you were busy. <laughs> and I had to like yell at you over the phone for an hour about how excited and nervous I was. And we did it. And it's just popped off since then. I've got a bunch of cool stuff I'm going to announce so dope. today. But it's not about me. We're talking about you today. So uh we'll get to some of the cool things that I'm gonna be launching on my website. Yeah, but yeah. Now your big news, you've been busy. So when you came on last time Woo. you were talking about Canada.
1: Canada. Yeah, yeah. Canada with apathy and self. Self titled. It was crazy, man. So all across the country. It was a trip. We went we went from yeah, we went from coast to coast, so of as far as Canada. So we started, I think, uh. Gosh, where was it? Victoria was the first stop in Canada. And then we ended um off on uh East Canada, right? And so, gosh, man, my memory is so shot too because it was such it was an insane trip, man. It was like twenty-two shows or something like that. And it was a uh we literally went kind of zigzag W'd across the entire country of Canada. Right. It was a blessing, man. It was crazy, man. And like shout out to Every single one of my Canadian fans out there that I met, and friends and family, because uh, yeah, man, the love out there was some real. of the
0: friendliest people. From oh, what I, I've never been up there, but well, you know, you hear
1: all the jokes and shit. You know what I mean? Where people are like. Canada is so corny. They're so you know they're making fun of them because they're so friendly. There's honestly, it's one of those things where like I don't even see the point in making fun because the love is genuine. Sure, like the people up there are like, man, it was it was pretty cool to see, man, and the uh, and the hip hop love. You know right. what I mean? Because right. you don't you don't necessarily know you know, obviously how a, how a crowd's going to receive you necessarily or whatever. And, uh, because this was the first time touring with Apathy and self. So it was like, you know, how's their fan base going to react to mine and, 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 you know, and my music and, you know, whatever happens to be, but no, it kicked off and, you know,
0: um, well Canadians are well-traveled too. So a lot of, you know, I mean, a lot of times Americans don't leave the country, but everyone else does. It was, it, it was
1: a trip too, to like, see how you go in like the west coast of the country right like sounds just like me and you and then the further that you get east like the accent getting french the accent increases yeah and it starts to get more french and french and uh uh, and then by the time we got to gosh like come on what's what's the most popular probably named city on the um, east on the east like montreal yeah when we got to montreal and quebec city um legit i could not understand the word right, anyone you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. i mean so, like literally you go into a store to order and i remember i went so this is after the quebec city show and it's late it's like 2 a.m or something and i go into this this burger joint or something that was right. open just to get some food and i i go and i wait in line and i get to the front and no one's speaking english and i'm like you know well you know they got hopefully they have someone here you know that can take my order and i get up there and i go hey english and she, and she, and she goes i'm not joking she goes word for word I guess uh, <laughs> I that like, sounds French. Yeah, she, she said, I guess. Right. And I was like, if I have I was to. like, damn, man, it's like that. Huh? That's it's, the best. I was like, let me get a fucking burger. No, I'm just kidding. So the
0: reach, you know, you get out to Canada and the reach of your audience obviously grew. And oh, then, yeah, and yeah. then, um, you've done some, some, you've left the state since, you know, doing different things, but then it started kind of coming about that. It was possible for you to do this headlining thing.
1: Yeah. The, the headlining thing. It's just one of those things where like, um, like, it's funny, because when did we meet, like, what, uh when when did we, when, when we did was I show, last year It was year? in August. It was in August of 2017 or 18? No, no, it was
0: last year. It was just, last year. It, it was, was last, just, yeah, months, it was last yeah.
1: year. So, literally, just coming back to music, like, you know, I, I took like a five-year kind of hiatus, really, right. you know what I mean, from music and, and you know, uh just life stuff, life shit happened or whatever, and so coming back, you know, I sat down with my missus, honestly, before Bigger Than Me came out, and I was like... Hey, um, I think I need to put out some music and, and I don't care really what it does. I just need to do it for me because it's me. And, right. and she knew that. Like, she knew there was like, I just wasn't the same, you know? Sure. Like, you know, you've known me for years and music's been in my blood for years and hip hop is what I do and it's who I am. And oh, it's, I relate
0: because uh, you have, to, I have to do something creative it, or I go crazy. Just it's just how it is. It's
1: just how it is. And I was getting, you know, it was like coming out in my moods, you know, right. resentful and, and different shit and, and whatever. And, uh, um, and so that's what it was, and so it's just really surreal to like, you know, put out that record, and really it's the best way to do anything in life, right? Is have no expectations. Like I'm just gonna, oh, I'm just gonna yeah. do this for me and see what happens. And uh, it's crazy how kind of God's open one door after another. Right. And people, you know, constantly will be like, "Man, what are you doing next?" You know, or "What, what do you got for 2021?" Or you know, or like crazy stuff. And truthfully, what has kind of like got me here and I'm just trying to stay in the process is staying here, like staying present. Like whatever whatever it is, you know, and uh, because you get, you know, too caught up in what's gonna happen. You get fearful and you get anxious and you get all these other things. And then if you get too caught up in what you've already done, you know, you're like, man, I'm living off this you know, and you know we've all seen them, you know, the rappers or the whoever happens to be that's living off cocktails from their man, (laughs) you know, it's like that Napoleon dynamite guy who's like Back in high school, I'll throw that football well, right over that mountain. And, you know, and on like, a
0: small scale, when you start out doing shows, like I mentioned in the intro, that are like in um, empty bars oh, or whatever, dude, you know. You to get, no one. You get this, you we're get this the thing. we the only it's crowd like it,
1: members, were the rappers on the, on sure. the show. And
0: then, you, you know, once you start, I mean, you've really taken that next step to where you're on a different level now, you know, and lo- locally, like you're doing shows Thank where you're you, headlining like you. wow hall, which is, which is a big thing even for a local it's a, talent. It's you a know? Blessing. So now to be there doing that nationally, there is pressure yeah. that shows up Uh-oh. because you're like, now I have to actually have results. It's not just a hobby. This is a business at this point. You know, yeah. this is something that I'm taking
1: serious. Well, and that's one of those things, right? Where it's like, when it came to be, to be honest, it was like, I got back from the Canada tour. Right. And, uh, um, I was, I was thinking about this next year and I was thinking about like new year's, you know, new year's coming up. And I think this was like December and, uh, um, you know, there's like, there was different tour options kind of on the table, you know, or whatever things and things that like are like so amazing and crazy to talk about, you know, or whatever. And, uh, um, you know, and these opportunities, but it was kind of like thinking about like, okay, but what's like, what's the next right move and, and like right. I, in my life and in my sobriety, I try to do that same thing. Right. It's like the next right decision, like not the 30th, but just right now, like what's the next, like what's in my, in my view, you know, like what's right here. And for some reason, man, I just had it on the heart that like it felt like it was time to test the waters. It felt like it was time to go out and say, you know what, I'm a, I'm going a, to a see what I can get booked. I'm going to see what I can do and go out here and, uh, and try to, you know, um, give people the experience that, you know, my fans know when they come to a show, what they come to expect. Right. But I want to go to some markets that I've never been. And so that's what I'm able to do with this tour and, uh, and hopefully reach some people in a different way that can have that same kind of hometown, local experience, but kind of on a bigger scale right. type of thing. Oh, and, so, and I think
0: they will, I mean, I know, you know, I did a little fluff piece about you for, for my blog. <laughs> it was, I just, I did, hey, we had fun. Though, it was man. good. It was a good one. And I basically just wanted to touch on your stage presence and how engaging your stage presence is and so i think that's what is resonating with people and yeah. the content i mean not to knock your old stuff i think you've always had a lot of talent but the content in your newer stuff and and probably because of the hiatus from music for sure where you're like i'm for gonna sure. put my heart into this and then you admitted some stuff about childhood and you came clean with some things All that get of it, it, it off your chest and that's what's resonating with people of of what is really dynamic well, To here's, like, you know
1: well and you're absolutely right man and and uh Man, it's perfectly okay to knock my old shit. Because to be honest, man, I listen to some of the old stuff. And uh, it's crazy because ultimately, you know, like somebody asked me, like, what changed, you know, type of thing, musically or whatever. Sure. And truthfully, uh, I don't really have an explanation besides the fact of I I learned to accept myself. Well, you became like, a man. Yeah I, yeah, I grew up, obviously. I, I had some maturing going on for sure. But, like, it was my, my old music and the things that I put out it was just coming from a different place as far as motivations you know my motivations back then were all really selfish and we're all sure. we're all really kind of uh, um there was no real direction it was like I knew I had talent but there was no real focus and I've talked about this a few times Is like you know you can you can put out music and you can have talent even but if there's no real focus or drive behind the music and why you're doing it you know that's going to be kind of transparent. Right. I mean? Especially people, as we people get older, get...
0: you know, because we're not in our 20s. Like, well,
1: But what's so funny is I was like, it, it was almost like the old me was fooling myself. Even though I wasn't. It was like, you know, because I would have a song. Like, I I even... It's funny, man. My son, I just... I'll put my music sometimes just on shuffle and let him dance. And, you know, he'll just boogie down or whatever. And I was playing... I don't know if you remember this song I did, Mic Control. I'm not sure. This is mic control. Soon as the lights get low, I write my flows to fight and excite my foes. Do you you remember this? Anyways, it's literally a 10-year-old song. And it's like you heard that. That's the chorus or whatever. And the beat is to like... This Lil John, like right. mimicking clapping beat, but that was
0: that was that was it though. At the it time. was, I like,
1: mean, I mean, it's this was actually even before that. I can't even say that because it had some like digital things. And the beat is not bad. I'm not my, no, no, my, I get you, not but, a beat. but my but my just my the, words at, and yeah. my verses and my things, like you know, I think even in it at one time, I even said, like, you know, um. Now let me see you work with it.
0: Like that's tight. That's like some Mark Wahlberg shit. Like let me see you work Marky with it. Marky Mark in the end I
1: said let me see you
0: work with it.
1: Like even the me, fact that I said that now I look back I'm like what was it's I like Missy Elliott thinking? like let me flip it, and rip it and reverse it or something. <laughs> Dude, and let me It's just it's very clear to me, right, that like cuz I do question sometimes, you know, like what would have happened if I could have had like and we all think about it right like me now schooling the young me on oh, like yeah, on man. like look ender look ender man you got talent right but stop trying to be other people sure like because sure. cause that to me was like you know, I had all these thoughts in my head. Like I had to be a mixture of Eminem. I had to be a mixture of, uh, uh, of whoever, you know what I mean? Whoever the popular guy was back there. It was like, I want a mixture of, you know, mob deep, a mixture of this, a mixture of a battle rapper, a mixture of, I want to be a mixture of, you know, brother Ali. And I need to, you know, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah,
0: And that's what, that's how it starts your influences and what really resonates with you. That's what I love. I mean, my music's not, it's a hobby and I'm, I'm transparent about that, but it's something that for me, I love the fact that I have my own style, For my sure. own voice, because sure. I, my influences aren't in the same genre of music that i make. See, make. That's, so that's, yeah. it helps a lot yeah. because yeah. then I'm not, I'm not mimicking it.
1: See, and now that I'm able to step back, it's funny too, because I
0: think you're doing the same now. I think it's your own thing. Oh, it, you
1: know? Well, and, it, and it's one of those things where like really, to me, the key, um, kind of component, if, if, if a key to success is so corny, but if there was any kind of key to anything that I'm doing, honestly, man, it has been, um, Learning to accept myself on all levels. Right. Like, like genuinely, like all bullshit. Like, like I'm talking the fucking fucked up shit, the flaws, the dark, you know, the, the trauma, the abuse, like to be, to be able to look in a fucking mirror personally and musically has been what's changed. Right. Cause that, I mean, because that like
0: like the song crying out like that's what yeah, that is. The yeah. song use it, use it is that, my. I, I have, have to shit, say, man. like use it, and I don't want to just, I don't want to go goo goo, but like use it is probably as far as local hip hop. I've there's a lot of talent, and I'm not, I don't. There's no such thing as the best for sure. Okay, no, but yeah, but that song resonated with me and spoke so like true about human emotion more yeah. than anything I've heard locally. It's the you hardest know, song I've ever recorded. Because it ever. was so real and so... Another thing too Thank that you, I look man. at myself different, I completely relate as a man yeah. about how you get to a point where you just come to terms with who you are and obviously we're on the hopefully, same path of right? sobriety. No, hopefully you get there. And I just hit three years sober. Dope, man. Yeah, which yeah is huge, man. You Congrats, know? man. So when you, get to, when you get to a point you start to get more open with yourself and more just kind of sure. on self-reflection or whatnot. Yeah. But then that song, I didn't look at it. And like, you were talking about trying to be different things. I didn't look at it like how it benefits me or how I, I res, it resonated with me and I relate to it, but I also looked at it because I know you like, Oh my God, good for him that he's doing this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't look at it. Like, how does this, how, how do I get portrayed for feeling about this? You look at it like what a good thing he's doing for himself. You know what I'm saying? Like where you can finally open up yourself enough to where it isn't selfish. That song was crazy too because uh, like I
1: said, and I appreciate that, man, it was one of those things where um honestly it almost didn't make the album and I it was my hardest song ever to record. I would imagine. It was actually and it actually went the worst out of every yeah. like there was some crazy shit, man, for sure. So obviously like writing that song was one thing. It was definitely a process of like, man, okay, I'm a, you know, I'm I'm taking it this I'm for, taking yeah. this risk, right? Or whatever it happens to be. But when I recorded it, you know uh i recorded it at sprout city here in eugene with uh thaddeus moore shout out to my brother oh for sure man he's that's my brother man for sure and uh and we're recording and and you know he he recorded and engineered this whole album and and um so we come in and i kind of give him the kind of basis of the song or whatever and it's for one thing like (laughs) we had some kind of crazy like almost like ghost type of shit like it, it was very clear oh, so this sounds really crazy man and people are probably like what is this dude talking about but like legitimately it felt like there was forces trying to get that song not to be recorded because wow. there was moments in the recording no bullshit you can ask thaddeus when you have him on like i'm in the booth recording whatever it happens to be like i'm peeking out the booth i'm watching it you know, the whole process is moving. Space bar is pressed. You know, record is on. Mic is on. Everything sound checked. Everything happened to be recorded all. Then you go back and go, what the fuck, man? He goes, this whole thing, it, it didn't even record it, but it's showing it right there. And like there was multiple of those little moments Weird. where where toggles and different buttons and different, uh, uh, different things were pushed that weren't pushed, that silenced and didn't let whatever I had just Weird. recorded come out. It
0: was kind of crazy, like man. Like phantom stuff. I mean, I've seen that kind of stuff happen with... Rick Dancer and I were doing an interview. It was crazy. We, man. we were doing an interview, live interview, and we were talking about coming together and like trying to fight division. And we just could not, we did the interview three different times in different areas <laughs> and we couldn't get reception. You know, <sighs> his phone was like, I've never had any issue with connectivity. And I swear it's like Facebook was like, no, no. Right. Yeah, they didn't want that you shit. You ain't going to come together on my page. Yeah, it, it,
1: was, it, was, it was a trip, man. And so not only was that obviously a weird issue, but uh, uh, to be honest, I didn't, when I left, like when I was done, I didn't like the recording. I didn't sure. like any of it that happened. I, I wasn't pleased with it at all. I felt like the song, I'm like, I already felt like as soon as I left the door, scrapped that song, right. throw it in the trash. And honestly, um, you know, in any kind of trauma or abuse, fictions sure. could probably relate to this, is I, my I have PTSD and different shit. And I got physically ill after like immediately like immediately like wow. like as i was recording it and after i left so the next 24 hours i was like in bed like wow. sick like I from, mean, from I head imagine. to toe and crazy shit and you know my wife was like what's wrong what's going on and you know um well you had to live it again yeah and, and so it was kind of crazy and um i think it was like the next day that I talked to my producer, Joey Kaufman, who, you know, he, he's on the Dropbox with us. So, so we could just drop, you know, the music in there and he could hear it, you know, whatever, and kind of get his opinion. And he asked, Hey, did you record that song you were talking about? I said, yeah, man, listen to it. I don't think I'm gonna put on the album and we'll talk or whatever. And so he listened to it and we talked on the phone and he was like, yeah, man, I heard it. He's like that. He goes. Let me just tell you. First off, I'm crazy proud of you. You know what I mean. Pretty yeah, much yeah. same thing. But yeah. th- but th- what he said was that's exactly why this song has to be on there. Yeah. He goes, you have to. You cannot not. He he said you can't not put this song out there because of what it's going to do. And I inside I knew. You oh, know man, inside yeah. I knew. It's, it's like scary. it's like I knew. But at the same time, um, you know. Afterward, it's funny, man, because. You know, that whole process was so... It was it was pretty crazy, man. And, and, you know, people obviously hear music, you know, at just kind of a face value thing. It's like you don't really see kind of what goes on behind the scenes. But that song, for those that don't know, and you can look it up or whatever. Yeah, um, use it. They should. Look yeah, it you, it's, it's on Cry Now, Smile Later, um, but... It's like, I think the last song or the second to last or something like that. And the song is about abuse. It's about, you know, a history of abuse and stuff like that. And so it's a, it was definitely a powerful one, but I can't tell you how many messages and oh ra- my God. Ra- random yeah. shit that I've gotten from people that, you know, are, um, you know, on the same page, been through worse, right. write me and say, Hey, I appreciate you taking that. I've never heard that in hip hop and, or whatever it happens to be. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, to me, it's like—I mean, that's—and then with, like, that's with recovery, the with recovery
0: shit. from anything, abuse, an alcohol abuse or personal whatever. Yeah. So, in recovery, one thing I've really found is that the people reaching out, it's like, how did you do it? How did you do it? What have you changed? Right, what did right, you right. do? You know, because you know that is the most rewarding thing that then ensures it's like this chainmail kind For of sure. kind of reaction. For sure. So, I got that kind of feeling from that song that like you know wow this is gonna really help a lot of people but i know that that first and foremost like you benefit from that because you're shedding that you're, oh. you're making those attempts to shed it i mean music is therapy for any artist that actually Well, and that has, was the
1: first time i've taken a leap like that on, yeah, on a music yeah. level um ever
0: yeah and ever. It, and it's the, i mean it's therapy i know that firsthand because i've written songs about like my mom had ptsd from mm-hmm. abuse mm-hmm. as well yeah, and so yeah. and I, when i was a kid i i saw her get sexually assaulted i watched yeah. her be raped you know oh, man, so so the thing is is that i i've taken that and i have a song called Tur- turmoil despair where i talked about my terrible relationship with my brother yeah. and my mom and in the song i talk about them dying at different points yeah. and it's real abstract but so the, the part about my brother, like, I'm like, you're going to need me later in life. And unless you change, you're, I won't be there for you. And that's where we're at today. We don't speak, you yeah. know? So, and then the part about it's my hard, mom, man. it's like, eh, I mean, you just live life, but, yeah. and there will be a day, you know, whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom, you know, she's gone. And I just talked about how, this was a year before she died yeah. and she died of natural causes, but she had tried to take her life. And so a year before she died, uh, I basically, or she tried to commit suicide and uh i wrote this song because i was like there's going to be a time where you're going to be gone and i'm not going to be there to help because i can't save you and i can't and it just changed my whole life and it hasn't i didn't it was just something i twiddled around with i didn't do it in a studio you know i did it in my living room but it to me that song is deep yeah and then i've you know i remember red six was like dude this is the best thing you've ever written and when i put that out I was able to reflect on it now. Yeah. And instead of taking yeah. the pain of those experiences, I take the creative outlet sure, that I use sure. and, so th- and use it. it was that, that's what that that's means. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. So I was like, ooh, this is
1: something. Well, and that's the whole point, right? It's like like we're talking about recovery and all that shit. Is ultimately, it's like... And, and anyone that knows me knows I, I kind of... Uh, um, you know, I'm, I live by this. Is like what good... Is the crazy shit you've been through? If you're not using it yeah. to uh, reach out somebody else, because otherwise, it's gonna fucking kill you. Right. Like it's gonna. It was killing me. It was killing right. me for years. You know what I'm saying? And so it's a situation where. Um, and same thing with the music. Like what good is being able to rap? What good is being right. able to do this? If I don't take the opportunity to go on my first headline tour, what good is doing this shit? If I don't go take the message and try to reach some other people, right? You know, it's like what, what if I, it's like knowing be and I've said this before, but it's like knowing how to paint or some shit. And you're like, nah I'm not gonna paint I'm just gonna sit here and fucking draw stick figures with this pencil using my mouth to hold it you know it's like that wouldn't make any sense man you can paint you go fucking paint
0: yeah go do a mural man go do whatever
1: you know go do whatever right same type of thing and so ultimately that's kind of the goal with this tour is to make sure oh shit did it just get fucked up no no we're good okay Um, but that's the goal with the entire tour really Chain Breaker Tour 2019 right is like is to be able to reach out and uh, um, and connect with some people and, and be able to, you know, because one thing that I realized from going on the couple tours that I've gone on is it really re-energized my belief and understanding that there absolutely is an audience of people that still believe in real lyrics, in music, right. that still believe in real content and appreciate real content in hip-hop and it's fucking out there. Oh yeah,
0: but it's about. And you got to actually go out to do. Yeah, it. I was just gonna say, <laughs> yeah. but it's
1: about: Are you gonna go out and put the work in right. to grab ears? Because in 2019, there's a million motherfuckers fighting for attention. Sure. And uh, and and in order to do that, obviously, you have to have something to stand out. Well, I'm not gonna stand out by my fucking you know handsome face or my fucking you know big bling bling earrings or some shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's like no, I want to stand out um, almost by not fitting in you know right. what i mean like well, like, like, like fuck
0: normal like the yeah, whole...
1: exactly that that's that's the whole kind of concept or whatever and uh, uh so yeah the the chain breaker tour is kind of just an extent of saying okay i'm sitting here it, uh I've, I've done some things those are all cool and whatever um but what I looked at is what if I don't, what if I don't take my leap? What if I never do that? Right. Or how long until I do, you know, when's the right time? When's this, when this, and I, and I have some outlets and I have some connections that I was able to reach out to and, and, uh, and get some help with the tour and, and get some things booked and to have a, you know, a 15, 16 city headlining tour is surreal. It's crazy. Right. And so, you know, um, yeah, man, I mean, ultimately, anyone that has rocked the show with me, you've rocked the show with me. I don't care if there's 220 or 200 no, motherfuckers no, in yeah, that building. Like, once it's get, like, man, yeah. I'm on that stage. I'm, I'm there to rock. And so ultimately, with all these venues <laughs> and some of these markets that I've never been to, yeah, they're taking a risk. But you already know what I, what I come to do. And, and when I get into that venue, I'm going to make sure that every single person in there, even if it's only the bartender and the bouncer at the right. door, they're going to end up hearing something that makes them walk away and go, oh, shit.
0: It's tough when you travel because you have no idea. You have no clue. You know, but I mean, honestly, it's It's like even here that you have to travel, though, because nowadays you do local shows. I mean, even a once a month, it's like even you would struggle to get a draw. I wouldn't do it once a month. Because it's yeah, Yeah. because people want new content constantly. For sure. You know what I mean? You got to constantly be. It's like, dude, how am I supposed to pour my heart out every day? Like, you know, I mean, meaning like you put a lot into this creation of this last album. For sure. You know what I mean? So how are you supposed to? Top it, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, See that, and trust me, man, because I I thought about shit like that or whatever, but it's really kind of a fleeting thought because what I realize is,
0: oh, you will. I mean, it's just it comes. Well,
1: and and, and here's the deal: is like ultimately, you know, I tr- I I don't give a fuck about what the next man does, and that's not in a negative way, right? What I mean is like I don't let what someone else does or doesn't do affect kind of my process right now, and so I. Like you can ask my wife, man, she, she sees me and she sees how laser focused I am. And she even gets caught up sometimes with the whole, you know, Hey, did you hear about this guy? And how is this guy doing this? And this guy, Oh my gosh, look at blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah. And, and, uh, you know, whether it be like another rapper or another group or another, you know, so-and-so, or, you know, maybe she can't believe that like some mumble rapper got a billion views on YouTube and my shit's only got 600 or something like that, you know, whatever happens to be. And, uh, um, the, what I've noticed a key to a lot of people's success, not just in music, but just like whether it be like entrepreneurship or, you know, or anybody or podcasts or whatever is like they're not worried about what the next man's doing because they're so focused on what they're doing right. just that, that it disregards everything. And so ultimately, like I am sincerely the most proud of this album that I've ever been of any piece of music. Right there's never going to be another one. Like there's not going to be another cry now, smile later. Um, but there'll be something else. Like I, like I already got some shit, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, I'm already working on, on stuff. I'm always trying to, you know, um, whatever work on the next piece of music. But the difference is like music today versus music back then is like music today. I only write it if like it comes right. You know, it's like, I'll get a beat and uh from my from my producer and he'll send me you know a batch a batch of beats or something and i'll throw them on a cd i'll you know play them on my phone or whatever in your car and and literally in a matter it's crazy man like literally in a matter of seconds from hearing it i'll usually like already come up with the melody the harmony concept right whatever in a matter of like seconds if not minutes and and if it hits it hits and if it doesn't skip on to the next like it's not like i go into a you know, like, and what I don't do is put barriers on him and, and go, "Hey, Joey, I need a song that's like this, this, this." Right. Because right, right. what that because what that does is it puts pressure on him, right? Because then he's like, "Oh shit, now I got to perform." Versus Instead of
0: just doing it creatively. Yeah, yeah. When, and
1: when he sends me shit, and don't get me wrong, like there's ideas like sure. there's concepts like like I might hit him with an idea and go hey I have an idea for a track and this is the sample I'm thinking about using and right. w- see if you can maybe work something up to this and if you like it cool and if not or like whatever
0: bass heavy or that kind of stuff or something yeah. you know
1: whatever and uh, or, or like he'll he might send me a beat and maybe I'll go hey can we take the you know the hi-hat out of this shit or you know or let's add this or add you know what I mean add a low end on this area or something like that but ultimately when it comes down to the music I make now it has to, and I feel like the best kind of music comes like that, right? Where it comes naturally, it comes authentically, where it's not like I'm not forcing myself. Because back in the day, and any musician you know would probably agree with this statement is like you make songs and you try to get a reaction like you're making songs purposely to get a reaction right. like, you're, like you're going okay i need to make a song for the club or i need to make a song for when you're angry and the dudes that are in the gym can get swole to it or you <laughs> right. know what i'm saying or whatever right. like that's,
0: how, that's why i make the music i do <laughs> yeah yeah you know what for i'm saying like, i want
1: you to get swole to my shit you yeah. know or whatever it happens to be but, like, that was the idea back in the days. I literally, I remember, I would even tell my boy James B, you know, my boy uh, yeah, yeah. James, my best friend. Uh, we'd be in the car, like, after shows, before shows, writing, and I'd try to show him some new shit I've written. I'd be like, man, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm going to reach the girls with this one. i got to do a song for the ladies. Like, man, right. it's, it's like, it's literally laughable because my shit was so forced and it was doing, I was, like, falling in complete line with the rest of the sheep musically right. but still somehow and that's my,
0: the only way you're going to get them to work it you
1: know but it's funny though yeah exactly <laughs> yeah work with it. <laughs> let me see you let me see it. you work with it like I'll. Um, yeah bro. when, I, when I heard myself say that right i like denied it my son's like daddy i'm like no that i'm is just proud of you for not taking not, it off daddy. spotify <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what man, I mean? Yeah. Like you hear, it and you're like not... <laughs> because I think it's important to see an evolution of an artist. I I know Logic is an example that a lot of young people For have told sure, me that man. they're like, I just like him because he's progressed. He's got garbage on spot of, on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, that's yeah, yeah. a good yeah, example yeah, yeah.
0: where people are like, I just like it because he's progressed. To and-
1: be honest, man, my first album, it, like the official album release from 2011, got taken down a couple of years ago, and I need to put it back up, but it got taken down because I was working with uh, TuneCore, which yeah, was yeah. like a different distribution and uh, uh they were kind of... Uh, well, things have just changed. They, they, they weren't doing good at the time, business-wise. And, uh, and so, like, I canceled with them. And uh, I just never, you know, I never put it back up or whatever. But, I'm yeah, trust me, I'm going to. Just, just, fo- for, just for the sake of history, you know, for, for history's sake, for people to see, like, you know, whatever. Like, oh, shit. Maybe a
0: member, like, on your website, you can you could do a member-only kind of that's, thing.
1: That's what I'll do first, right, is I'll, yeah. I'll put it on the site so yeah. that the people that are, like, on my mailing list, right. they can kind of get the first dibs on it and, uh, and then... And eventually I'll, I'll probably pop it to spotify and that's itunes and shit. a lot of
0: the stuff that we made the first me and uncle nancy when we were doing the anti-dope which was just a train uncle wreck, nancy, wow, it was a train bring wreck it, bring but it back, it was baby. So, it was so what i needed because it was so abstract and weird and a lot of that stuff the only releases we had were like on Snowcap through myspace and i'm glad that Snow shit's dead i'm glad that, that shit's so dead classic. we did good we actually sold a lot like that's we would trip, sell like man. we would sell a couple hundred bucks worth of songs because back so then people buy the the 99 cent click you know yeah, just yeah ring tones and all that stuff god that's a trip man yeah How and, crazy but, but that stuff will never ever see i have the copies and it's never ever gonna see the light of day but, <laughs> but <Yes>. li- live <sighs> live it was fun but on recordings i mean we said things that are like not even pc anymore for like, sure you know yeah, just because yeah, yeah. we were so of crass, course man. you know and we were just 21 22 years old
1: yeah when you're when and when you're young and here's the deal it's like music like uh eight years ago 10 years ago compared to today like was just cool even if you did it right because it wasn't as accessible like now any kid with a laptop, it's got a microphone, and he could download GarageBand and right. fucking... And with, that's what we were doing. You know, whatever. And, like, back then, like, for one, if you had a laptop, it was impressive. It was like, oh, shit, you got, you know, right. you, you got a laptop, you know? We and stole so, it, but still. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely stolen, but, you know, ultimately... We didn't. But- yeah, like, it's it's just one of those things where, like, I remember any time I'd run into somebody, and they're like, yeah, I recorded this. That was before I had any like, recordings. Whoa. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, you wait, you're on you're on your own CD? Yeah. You were on a tape. What? Yeah. Like it was, it blew my mind, you know, whatever. And even when I recorded my first literal mix tape, mixed oh, tape. Oh yeah. With other
0: people's beats. And oh,
1: shit. for sure, man. And I recorded it with two boom boxes, right? That's side nice. by side, one playing the beat on the tape, the instrumentals on a tape. And one with a blank tape recording, and then a Radio Shack $20 mic duct taped with my brother Ben Bowman in a dresser drawer using that as a mic stand. Yeah, yeah. I used to just put- And then I sold it for five bucks. Nice. And the cover photo looks like the worst thing. I mean, we used- I I posted it. I posted it, and I even- I think I didn't- (laughs) On the cover, it doesn't say under one. It says, endure. Ooh.
0: That sounds like a... <laughs> it says
1: endure. And I'm literally doing one of these poses. I, u, I used a $20 JCPenney uh, senior photo where I'm turning over my shoulder. Oh, my God. Oh, Bo, It's the funniest where did shit the, ever. Where did the
0: name Ender come LA from? LA
1: Looks Gel in my hair. Right. It was, oh, it was fucking He had hilarious. hair. Was, that was a long time. Bro, it was Where did the hilarious. name Ender
0: 1 come from? Did it start with graph? basically? For sure. It started with just hitting trains and shit.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it, it started with graffiti and, uh, you know, kind of coming up... Um, in the streets and in hip hop the culture right included graffiti and uh, I remember like you know when I was like coming up with a name or whatever I was like eleven or twelve or some shit and and I'm thinking about names and to me the coolest names were short things that yeah, you yeah, could four write letters yeah that you could write real quick get out whatever happens to be and I like the word endure though and so I just shortened it to Ender and you already know the the one in graffiti is like sure you're like yeah, cl- yeah. you're like claiming this name Ender one you know with the one and so for years it's kind of like what it was and ultimately when I like wrapped, Like I didn't come up, I didn't come up with like a rap name. It was like, people just kind of knew me of that. And so they would just call me Ender and it just kind of stuck. And then when I kind of transitioned to like, I'm doing hip hop more and I'm rapping more and I'm, I'm actually recording, I'm putting out stuff. It was like, well, everybody already knows me as this. Why would I try to do something else? I'm just going to take advantage of the fact that people know me as this and, and whatever. And then it just stuck. And what's funny is like, to be honest, like the name's kind of corny in my opinion, you know, whatever. But it is me. No,
0: nah, it's one hundred percent me. I think you know? it's good. It's, I mean, it's
1: been like you said, it's your name. That's what I'm saying. It's me. So yeah. it, it, it's a situation where it's like, if I was gonna switch it today, I would, I, I honestly would just go by my legal name. <laughs> like yeah, I would, nope. I, I wouldn't nope. even, you know what I mean? I would literally just go by Kenneth. Nobody, like, and nobody's, nobody's gonna be like, like, oh, you hear that new Kenneth? You hear? Uh, it? Yeah. yeah, they I might. I mean, Who knows? Maybe one day there's like a Kenneth that's like super ill. But like. <laughs> Hey, you hear that new Kenneth? Hey, Kenneth got heat. Kenneth, like I don't know, man. That's like like a
0: stereo in in an Acura as a Kenneth, right? For
1: sure, man. So so, (laughs) stupid. So
0: no, but I mean, who calls you that? Everyone calls you Ender.
1: So everyone calls me Ender, man. Even my mom. So you know, it's funny, man. Ultimately. But what drives me crazy, and anybody knows this shit, and I shouldn't even, I won't even say it, man, because people, <laughs> yeah, is I can, the secret, here's the secret, I cannot stand being called Ken. Sure. Or Kenny. right. Anything other than Kenneth or Ender is like, I just can't stand it, man. And it's funny, because I have like close friends that I've known for years that will still, every now and then, go, hey, Ken, what are you doing? And like I had one text me the other day, and I go, nothing. It's Kenneth. For the last ten years, you motherfucker. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like literally, and he goes, You literally have told me for ten years. And so it becomes a thing. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, you fucking prick, man. Cause I like literally like twitching. And then it. they do it I like Twitch on my neck right. in it. You know, yeah, funny. exactly. I like Twitch on my neck and shit.
0: So we got it, you know, the tour. So I'm really excited that you that you had already mentioned Joey Kaufman, your producer's coming yeah. with you, which yeah. is a yeah. big yeah. deal. Yeah, my boy RXN. The, Simon. And then RXN, Reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Reaction yeah. is coming out, and he did the podcast a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah,
1: that's my guy, man. He, Shout out to and RXN. That,
0: I had done the show. It's funny because we did that Houston Benefit concert, and I basically brought everybody oh, yeah, there. Yeah, a yeah. lot of the people now I've had as guests because I met a lot of people that day. Like that was CJ. a cool little night, though, man. It was a fun night. It, it was one of those nights where we didn't have a huge crowd, but nope. the reality is is the people that were there had a blast. And look at all the stuff that we got, too. Oh, yeah, and it's you know it's I mean? transpired to do a ton. Me, like, I'm doing a collaboration Ooh, I want to mention this. I'm doing a collaboration with CJ Steez. He's involved. He's a moderator. Yeah, cool, He's man. a moderator on a Facebook group that we created called the 541 community. Cool. community. So the 541 community, I, I encourage you all to join. And it's kind of a reaction to be like the anti Lane County mugshots, because what we're trying to do is show the kindness and community, cool. but not allow other people to create it because I don't want it to be some hoity toity hippie thing. We, yeah, what, yeah, we yeah. Want, what we want to do is like, we're old enough now to where we're all kind to each other. We're all encouraging. I want to do something that's like, check out what we're doing. I mean, you you know, your wife is already posting involved. I'm going to ask her if she wants to moderate, you know, too, because I'm trying to invite women, people that I'm not even that close of friends with, just Facebook friends to become moderators so that it can really grow. And there's really like small expectations of it, like really no expectations, but we're just trying. The the number one rule is be polite, be kind, be courteous. That's it. You know? And then, so that's really cool. So CJ and I are doing that and he did the, he's got his vodka and he's got a bunch of stuff. Cool. But then reaction yeah he came on and we talked and man he's just such a a good hearted person he's a good, he's a good kid man and a super ex- uh, talented lyricist you know and it was it was really cool i didn't really talk to him i really enjoyed his I mean, no knock on everyone else; great performers. But next to your performance, I thought he was—he was probably one of the best, you know, of, the, of that night.
1: He's good, man. He's good. Uh, uh yeah. There's a reason why I reached oh, yeah. out to him to get so, on the tour. So
0: this to, to get to meet him and talk to him in, in length and whatnot. He's just awesome, you know. He told me some cool stories about how he got into it, real humble beginnings, and it's going to be good for him. And I think you guys both have very engaging stage presence. Mm-hmm. He's got such fast delivery. RXN, he goes by reaction. I, I, I recommend everybody check him out. For sure, yeah, go check him out. I'll yeah. post a link. I'll highlight his name At least on the Facebook post to Wait till you can wait to hear the and... track That we got coming out though Oh I bet And he did a yeah, he... really cool song With uh, the creative types Who I'm gonna have on next week
1: Yeah he, he reached He reached out And we got this track And um, you know uh, It's his track So it's gonna be up to him When he, when he puts it out Or whatever But yeah man It's uh, it's on some shit For wow. sure man I'm really proud of him He's you know It's one of those things Where like being able To reach out to a local And, and take oh, yeah. somebody On this tour Is absolutely It was on the mind The whole time right To do but you know, in, in reality, touring is not for everyone. Right. Sure. And it's something, it's a, it's a big step and it's a serious step. And, uh, um, and you really have to be on your A game about it. Right. And so when thinking about also taking someone on tour as, uh, you know, as the headliner, you also have to think about the risk. Right. So I had to think about the risk factor of like, I can't, I can't literally, afford to take somebody on a tour if they're going to be a liability and what i mean by that is like let's say i take a person you know on tour and then the first night they're just living it up and hey man i'm on tour you know whatever happens to be and that's all fine and dandy have fun but if they get too wasted blacked out let's say they get in a fight at one of the shows or whatever happens to be gets kicked out i got a headline and perform the show they're out on the street somewhere i don't know where they are but let's say they get locked up or some stupid shit, you know for the night. I'm not waiting for him the next day. I got to show the next day in such and such city. Right. Like you're on your own, bro. You, you know, you're on your own. So ultimately it was one of those things where not only was I thinking about obviously who has the talent, who's also show ready, ready to hit the road, financially capable of going on tour. Cause it is an investment, sure. right? And, uh, and, and then who is going to be about their business. Right. And I've, I've, uh, i've hit up simon for for rxn uh, for numerous shows and uh and watched him carry about his business and he's 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 become a sponge right where he's he's doing what i wish i would have done when i was younger which is asking questions and he's he's soaking up game and he's trying to learn and he's trying to grow and um and he he takes himself and his business and what he's doing in his craft serious enough, right? Where he is willing to do the small stuff, like show up early to a show, oh, right? Set up his own merch table, work his merch table, stay late, shake hands. You know, all those type of things are like are key things that I really respect. And so when it comes down to like taking someone, there was, there was definitely like a significant amount of those things that had to be met because, um, for one, it was already a risk for a lot of these venues, and a lot of these markets to just even have a guy from Eugene, Oregon headline a show in you know Las Vegas, for say. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the lists, or or down in Phoenix, Glendale, or Arizona. yeah, or like wherever it happens to be. And so I had to make sure that the the main tour support that I'm bringing with is about and they're going to bring it. Is you. about their business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, was, and, and, it was
0: funny because when I when I had him on, we were talking, and you had posted about. You know, I'm thinking about bringing this guy on the show or on the tour. And he was like, I don't know if we're supposed to leak that. Yet. I'm like, well, he posted a Facebook post. I think that if he's going to think about doing it, it's pretty much a done deal as long as you're on board. And he's like, I just don't know if he's ready to promote it. I'm like, I don't think he would take that from you now. Like after offering, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's like a, on that. Um, He's bounded down. He's like, when I go to Tampa, you're going with me. And then he's like, man, I can't wait. And then when it was time to go, he's like, I'm not bringing you. And he's like, but you told me. And he's like, that's what kind of friend I am. He's like, I felt so good for that week. He's like, I know. I wanted you you to feel good for that week. <laughs> but city powers, hey, that dude. Yeah, it is the So, there's a few things I want to make sure to touch on about. But my website, I had mentioned, I do have a new sponsor. I do have dope, a new, a new sponsor yeah. that I want to announce: Oregon Cashflow Pro. That's dope. Man, and congrats, what they really man. do is. A really cool because it's completely free. So what it is, is there's YouTube videos and there's links around my website at strpod.com. You'll find links to Oregon cashflow pro. And what they do is they make uh, videos. James Barber makes these videos where he gives money management advice, some great dope, advice, dope, something that I'm going to start dope. utilizing. I was going to say, yeah, that's dope. So this is brand new. This is the first episode since we've launched this partnership and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So definitely check out I really encourage everybody listening to go to the website strpod.com cuz I've spent I'll, I spent so I'll many it too. spent so many hours over the weekend that my eyeballs bled. So <laughs> yeah,
1: That's awesome, man. putting
0: it together and I do it all myself, you know, yeah. this is a one man operation and then the guests come on building community. And I'm going to I'm re- I'm working on a blog right now and I'm slow on those, but Whatever. about Progress, the five, yeah, about Progress. the 541 community Facebook page. You know, and, and right now I've just got a few little stories and whatnot. So there's going to be some new content on the website constantly coming, but it, you know, the blog isn't the main focus. The episodes are, there's going to be weekly episodes. I got some really cool stuff coming up. We got politics. We got music. I'm going to keep it always different, unique, you know? For sure. And so it's pretty exciting stuff. And so I wanted to, one more thing about, uh, with, you know, I wanted to talk about cry now, the the music video, the new new video. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So, you know, people, the good thing that you've done now with your website ender dot yep. com e n d r w o n com, is that it's all streamlined. Everything's there. Yep. The content's mm-hmm. easy. You got your show dates. You know, and I encourage everybody. Most of the audience members for this show are local, so they're gonna May fifth at Wild. Yeah, Wild, at
1: Wildcraft Ciderworks. Yep. yep. I gotta get my Cinco ticket for mile. That. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de I gotta baby. get my ticket for it's that. It's gonna be a fun one, and I got um my brother sam right wharton b right. come on man oh sammy yeah. yeah come on sammy warhands man my boy is coming through and uh i'm excited to have him and uh also i just uh confirmed pilot uh and dj fox they're uh, two brothers out of portland nice. and uh, um, <clears throat> yeah extremely talented cats coming down and uh yeah i got a couple other kind of uh, um you know, surprise guests that are coming in, but that show is going to be so. Keep,
0: I mean, a, a very, you know, a very cool people one. listening can keep updated if they follow you on Instagram or Facebook. For sure,
1: man. Uh, yeah, Instagram is at who is one, all one word, right? And then Facebook's just ender one E N D R W O N. But yeah, tickets. What's cool about the the tour in general right it's like tickets are cheap man they're like sure. 10, it's like 10 bucks right, right 10 bucks 12 bucks i think max or something like that and uh you kind of did that on purpose right so that everyone can
0: afford to be right. able to get there right it's like right. i'm going to have to go on tonight and order my tickets so real quick though Cry Now you know yeah. I wanted to touch on that it, this it looks visually beautiful I mean it's
1: yeah shout out to my my, my my brother and director Ife man with Artistic Outlet Media they they killed the vi- the visual that we were looking for was exactly how it ended yeah. up and the shoot yeah man I, I'm glad you liked it man and I appreciate it was clean. that
0: it was clean and,
1: and we're shout gonna... out to everybody watching that too the the Cry Now video because it was definitely a, a video that there was a lot of work you know behind the scenes to make that video happen and what's, what's cool cool is seeing the reactions right because it's not your typical hip-hop kind of headbanger it's definitely right. one that that that'll make you think and no, so
0: and i'm gonna play it at the end of this episode which is cool and in the show notes there'll be i mean if it's ender1.com they just so, go to it yeah so you just scroll on on down sh- and it's there. In, yeah. wherever you're listening to this podcast in the show notes you can just click on that and then scroll down there's gonna be a lot of information which i really encourage you to do because the video is dynamic it's really powerful thank you man thank you and i, I like how you mixed in you know, actors and like, you know, you had some some actual scenes. It's funny. I don't know if it was intentional, but the, the, there's an older woman in the video that, that in the uh, tag or like the post, like on the Instagram, what do you call that freeze frame? I'm running a blank. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know if you chose that to be the image.
1: Oh, which one? Oh, for, oh, for the actual YouTube, like when, the yeah, still the YouTube shot. still shot, yeah, for sure, yeah.
0: It's yeah. so it's really cool because it's eye catching. It's different, you know, yeah. and, and I, it's powerful. It's good. Yeah, it the still pain. the still
1: shot actually, yeah, it just prompted that one. And usually, I will just like kind of select one, but I actually thought that that was perfect. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, that's actually. A good I made
0: one. a Christmas EP, and I just chose pictures of kittens. <laughs> yeah. instead yeah, from, why not? Yeah, exactly. Cause I, cause why it's not? Like, what is this? Just to catch catch them, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like because I do trickery, weird, stupid stuff, but. <laughs> It's but awesome. I have fun with it You know that's the thing Is it keeps me Keeps me sane And I've been able to With this podcast Play a lot of my tracks That are fun and, For and, sure and, and one thing That's cool about having Music guests like yourself Is now I, I, I'm open to your catalog I'll just drop Your songs on the end of track On Word. the end of episodes Word. And stuff I just try to make them fit You know and it's funny. There's a bunch of my friends that I've 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 only played a few songs like Sly Guy and the Awkward Storms. Those For guys sure. are some of my yeah, best man. friends. For sure, man. I love them to death, and I want to play more of their music on episodes. I'm just trying to find the right content. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. So, you know, this is always an honor to have you back on. Uh, thirty episodes man, it's now, a, man. It's a blessing. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, this thank is, you very much. It's, it's you know, cool. thirty episodes. I got the website just dialed. I really. Encourage the listeners to check out the website and then come back to Facebook or Instagram and like drop some comments and some posts about what you think, because I put a lot of work into it and you know, love me. Well, well that type no, no. of stuff.
1: Well, those type of things too, that like it's an algorithm, well, well, you know, I was going to say is like, you know, there's, there's a reason why you see the things that you do on timelines. And, uh, what's awesome is when, um, you see things like this supported because I've known you for a while and to see this, like it's an honor to be sitting here and, and, and coming to your home and to be able to record this at your house. Like it's really a cool thing to watch you do. Right. Because a, it shows your passion and your love for this shit, but also, Ultimately, for the community, right? For like Eugene, oh, yeah. Oregon, for for Lane County, anybody from the Northwest <clears throat> understands that our our community is pretty
0: dope, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's easy to find guests, and I'm I'm really rewarded because people are coming and telling so, me
1: so many like eclectic personalities. Oh, yeah. I mean I've got
0: it's, some good ones. I got Cindy Ingram coming on in a few weeks, which is really oh, yeah, exciting. Dope, yeah, dope, dope, You know, and so I'm reaching out now to people that I'm not personal close friends. Yeah. a lot of it's Facebook friends, and it's growing my network base and allowing me to tell the story of Eugene without it being for sure the way that it's been told, Yep, you know? And so it's bringing people on that are underrepresented that I'm just, I'm so honored because the common thread that people are telling me is, is that they really are like, wow, like you, I haven't heard anything like this, even though it's just a normal podcast, but it's because we're bringing people that don't usually get exposure. Right. So it's really fun, you know? Well, Ender, I mean, I'm so excited to hear about the tour. Mm -hmm. The Facebook posts that you do, you posted something the other day I thought was on point about sobriety and about how, about how I don't care what you do. You know, it's it's so true. And I know it resonates with people and I'm the same way. It's like, I can go to a bar. I was going to joke about it and I actually deleted my post because I didn't want it to be misconstrued. But like, you know, you posted something basically like, I don't care what you do. If you want to get... You know strippers and a whatever do yeah, that, yeah, do that yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure, but really. then I said uh, something about how you know I always tell the college kids because I cut hair and I'm I'm always like, hey man, I quit drinking. But by all means, have your fun. I had mine. Yeah. yeah but yeah, then yeah. the thing is, it's like i'll go i was gonna jokingly say like i'll go out to a bar you know once or twice a year because no i mean once a month (laughs) i'm so tired all the time now you know it's like (laughs) for sure we're old you know but i can i can groove with it i just don't stay quite as late i don't stay up till six i'll stay up till two yeah
1: exactly i mean the biggest motivation for for like a post like that right is gosh man like who the fuck am i to sit here and judge somebody else right to, for living their life and and you know going out and whether you're getting fucked up or whatever you're having to be doing, um, because ultimately, right, I have done so much fucked up shit, 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 shit that like for me to point a finger is like ridiculous, right? And at and at the end of the day, I feel like. That's that's really where people in recovery and sobriety uh unfortunately I feel like really set up boundaries between people, right? Cause ultimately this to. is this is yeah, oh for sure. When you're doing sobriety and recovery, yeah, set up a boundary for yourself, right? But to me, a boundary is like it can go twofold, right? It can either protect myself or it's gonna keep people out. Right. And and I'll tell you straight up from somebody who has 10 plus years clean and sober, the last thing I want to do is keep people out. Yeah. Because just because a person is going out and getting fucked up. Up, does that necessarily mean that they are a bad person? Hell no, of no. course not. Right. And what I also want to happen is let's say that person that is getting fucked up, but knows I'm sober does get to that point where he or she recognizes they that want there's you a problem to to
0: reach out. Right.
1: If, if I have a boundary in place to where yeah. they can't even reach out to me. Like, what the fuck good is my sobriety? It's it's the same thing I talked about earlier is like using it. So ultimately, you know, yeah, man, I mean, I got so many friends that still go out and do their thing And, and I'll be frank. Here's the deal is if I could... Have a drink of alcohol. Absolutely. If I could smoke a little weed. If I could snore some blow. If I could, you know, if I could, if I could party with strippers and midgets every single night and still live a productive life and be happy and at peace and be a father to my son, I would. That's addiction. That's but exactly, I I'm cannot. <laughs> but I cannot. I proved it to myself. Hundred percent. And so ultimately, like, just because that's how I live, right, doesn't mean I need to put somebody in my box that I live. Right. You know, or whatever it happens. Well, to and be. it took and so, me
0: a while to get to a point where I finally felt like I was the fun person to be around again because right. you're wounded in the beginning because you know, sure. you're so absolutely because s- you, you're wounded because you're vulnerable you don't know how to live and then you get to a well, point that's where the, that's the yeah that's the you key. know because it's it's like for me it was such a habitual thing that it was like i don't even know how to how to eat dinner without yep, a beer yep, let alone yep, yep. you know so you just have to you know it's like video games and learning and how to events live and that's, all this and hey. so so i got there you know and i finally like i'll go out and i basically go sing karaoke or go to a concert or something for sure and i go out and have fun and i don't even see the alcohol anymore yeah you i don't even see it in their hand and then people would be like this is gross i'm like oh yeah you're drinking (laughs) you know like so it's fun so i thought i thought that post was cool but we're going to get out of here. Uh, so Cry Now is the song that we're going to play. New video. Music video now. is amazing on
1: the website. Yes. The Chain Breaker Tour. You can subscribe on YouTube. That support's obviously huge. And uh, yeah, I answer. This is this is a question I get asked a lot. And I don't have a manager, right? And right. I don't work with. Well, your wife and, helps. Uh, you know, she helps. But I, but I don't work with bots is what I'm saying. Like sure. So like if anybody reaches out to me, whether it's a comment or a message, know that it's me replying and I do reply. Like it might not be right okay, away. Right. It might not be right away, but I reply myself. And so, and I take pride on that too. So just don't hesitate. If you're out there, you want to say what's up and know it's not some random person. And that like same goes for me. I mean, to you know, I know that with the podcast,
0: a lot of time people will listen to it and then they move on with their day or whatever, they get distracted. But yeah, I encourage you to comment, even suggestions, guests comment and on the, you know, the Facebook page and Instagram about the podcast, because it allows me to be engaged with what the audience wants to hear more of. So, so ender one, it's always a true. Honor sure to have was. you same 100%. Uh, you know so cry now this is ender one with
1: cry now yeah see me on tour Chainbreaker tour 2019 ender1.com i, I love you brother well done be a real man i heard it said a lot even when I was a little man, like it was the lesson taught Ironic how the unsaid message I got To never talk, said a lot Like even though there's a key Throw it away and set the lock And if you cry, you're a pussy Oh, you're hurt, don't be a bitch Go through something serious But tell all your friends it wasn't shit Now the habit's forming without a hazard warning so as a kid now you're a child actor that's performing and it's all fully accepted Also cruelly deceptive cause just as you'll be neglected you'll be foolishly respected like that dude's the man don't fuck with that guy, shit he's tough I heard he got abused as a kid and he never spoke up once now people avoid him demeanor saying clearly people annoy him and as a teen he wouldn't even let his poison so now the same thing that protected him is also poison that he drinks amongst these other things to fill these voids in. he'd actually probably love to talk to you love to walk with you but he's conditioned not to even if he don't wanted cry to now. don't now try later try no i won't later. lie down don't cry my now. pain don't i'm keeping later. both eyes down that I didn't really hear They said everything I was looking for was on the other side of fear He said I was fucking scared And I said, man, fuck you Got instantly angry it was the fucking truth and he knew it my guard, he could see me through it my yard, he just weeded through it aimed for my target at my heart and God knew he beat me to it, tricked my brain so much pain, it'll be okay what's this mean, from that day on something changed, what changed? everything this backpack full of bricks of shame I only planned to bury it, but I watched this man say he felt the same, but he no longer carried it, and if he can do it, maybe I can do it, at least I gotta try to do it, tears willin' up my eyes are moving. Burning like it's fluid, he showed love to me, and for the first time I knew it, he was me, finally free, and that's why I cry now.